So today's episode, I speak to a tattooer I met nearly 20 years ago at Sailor Jerry Swallow's shop. All I could think of when I met this guy was, he is fucking cool, and now I really want a throat tattoo. So I had the privilege to speak to someone who's doing it on his own terms, and how it was laid before him by the guys who taught him. So if you don't know who Crooked Ken is, I'm really sorry you were missing out. So first off, just want to thank you for taking a couple minutes to, to chat with me. And, uh, yeah, not a problem. I've been a huge admirer of your work for quite a few years. Thank you. And uh, I can actually remember you coming to Jerry's shop. It was, jeez, a long time ago. Yeah, it has been a long time ago. I've been up here a couple of times. Yeah. It's I been think, years back. Yeah, I think it was the first time you came up. I was actually uh, hanging out around the shop. I was just a kid then. And, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so first thing I wanted to ask you, where did the, and this is obviously before Instagram and and all that type of thing with uh, people trying to come up with the catchy names. Where did the, uh, the name Crooked Ken come from? Uh, well, actually, uh, Early on, I, I don't even know. I don't even think I was out of my apprenticeship yet. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we're talking like 26, 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a uh, a fella. I worked with uh, a tattoo, tattoo with George Keeler there. And um, mm-hmm. one of his friends was a, his name was Oakland. And uh, he was a, a, a writer. I, I don't know where he works now, but at one time he was working lives in Colorado, I think now, mm-hmm. but uh, we were at a little party and um, it was, it derived from my scoliosis. I have a, a severe curvature of the spine. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was introduced to Oakland for the first time, he just said, you know, something like, holy shit, the straightest lines from the crooked spine, we're going to start calling you Crooked Ken. <laughs> and that was it, man. <laughs> that was it. So then everybody at the shop started calling me that. And then the next thing you know. I was like, well, help. I'm never going to get away with this or get away from it. So I adopted it, and that's been it ever since. <laughs> yeah, I can remember you coming into Jerry's shop when he was on uh, Provo Street there. And uh, I'd always I'd always hang out around his shop. I was always just walking around it. If I was skateboarding, I'd go by. I'd go in and always wanted to get tattooed by Jerry, but I was a little bit young at the time. And I remember someone saying there was another guy in there hanging out and tattooing, and they said your name, and I'm like, Man, that's really cool. Like, and then it just—it always, it always stuck in my head. And then I always found out about you, like, even before like Instagram, when you just had to Google somebody and try to hopefully find something about them. Or, right. And uh, seems like forever ago now, don't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, when did you When did you start tattooing? Like, I started in ninety four, nineteen ninety four. I'm I'm guessing you probably did like the traditional uh, apprenticeship. Sure did. Um, uh, started in uh, Dover, Delaware, um, and uh, I worked a total at that shop like twelve years. It was like ten years, and then I left for a few years, and then went back for a few years. Um, but uh, but yeah, yep. Yeah, did the the uh, I had a good apprenticeship. I mean, the the guy who taught me was uh, you know a, a good guy. You know. When did you open up uh, Black Anchor? Um, my buddy and I opened Black Anchor 2006. 
You got uh, gotcha. Pat James in there right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, he rents a spot from us. He's in there right now, yeah. Yeah, he's a great tattooer. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. Sure I, is. A couple things I, I noticed from, uh, I checked out your website and everything, and uh says that you're known for uh, Coleman-style tattooing. Brilliant ideas don't always make great tattoos. I thought that I thought that was a pretty uh, thought that was a pretty clever little quote because I've always admired traditional tattooing. I, I'm a history guy. I like older stuff, older styles. I'm okay with the uh, progression in in any any way, shape, or form in any art form. But uh, I've always gravitated towards your style of work. Uh, obviously, Jerry's. I grew up the grew up down the road from his shop, and now uh, I go and get mainly traditional tattoos not that I, I dislike anything else it's just what I gravitate to but what kind of right. what kind of got you into that style was it just your apprenticeship or was it something that uh, you you enjoyed beforehand were you getting tattooed those types of tattoos before or well, you know I, I, I was and I was getting kind of the the, uh, the new school stuff just because that's what the guys that you know were doing at that point mm-hmm. um, and uh, but what led me to it, it, it was early on because the, the guy that taught me to tattoo had been tattooing for a long time before, you know, I was even apprenticed. Yep. And um, and he did a lot of the biker fine line stuff. Okay. He was a great, a great all around tattooer. Um, but because he'd been tattooing so long, I got to see a lot of different kinds of tattoos side by side. So like someone would come in and on one side he would have like a, a fine line, you know, uh, cholo style portrait of like his grandmother. And then on the other forearm, he would have, um, you know, like an Eagle blue and anchor cause he was in a Marine Corps. Yes. And the, the EGA would look like it was done yesterday, but it was actually 15 years old. The portrait, you could barely tell what was going on once the hair grew back and it had, you know, it was only like five years old, but a lot of the grays were gone and a lot of the fine line had blurred. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, hell, you know, uh, I want to do those tattoos because when they're, if it's 20 years later, they're still going to be happy. You know, it's exactly. like, so I, I kind of saw it more, I don't know if, I, I wasn't really thinking like business wise at the time, but I was just thinking, you know, like that, that stuff just appealed to me. And, and I don't think early on that I understood why it did. Um, but then as I, you know, started tattooing more and, and then putting the, 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 uh, just put two and two together, like, wow, it's so simplistic and I can tell what it is from across the street. You know, it's not like, you know, having to get six inches from it and go, oh, that's what that is, you know? Yeah. And then uh, and then just started researching it from there, and um, and I just kind of got addicted to it. Yeah, it kind of seems like your shop is, like, really like a throwback. Like, when, like I'm a former serviceman myself. I served with the Canadian Armed Forces for, for 12 years, and I was in the Navy for a portion of it, and we'd sail around, and you'd get off the ship, and you'd try to find a shop and just get a quick tattoo. You didn't book. We didn't have time to book or right, consultations. Right. We went in and just, you picked a, I mean, I was in Ireland and I just picked an anchor off the wall and got my neck tattooed. And, uh, I know I, I even checked on your, I really liked this quote from your, from the, the website as well. It says, 
known uh, specialized in American traditional ta tattooing that adorn the bodies of the folks who fought for freedom, not acceptance. I thought that was really cool. And uh, uh, yeah, do you guys get a lot of uh, military in your in your shop? Um, it, it, not so much right now. We had a a, a period. Um, we're about three hours from Norfolk, Virginia. Yes. And um, um, if you're familiar, you know, being a Navy guy, you probably know that Norfolk is a, a major base. Yeah, yeah, I sailed down there a couple times. Yeah, so we had um, we had a group of SEALs that um, – it, it's funny because we didn't even really know who they were. We just knew they were driving from Norfolk. And it was like um, a father, a son – and then their friends, they would like rent a van and they would drive up and they would get tattooed. And they would call ahead. They'd say, hey, we've got off this day. Can we book the whole day? And they would all come up and get tattooed. And they would get really cool traditional tattoos. I mean, we have such a huge collection of stuff at our shop. They would just sit down and sometimes they would bring pictures, you know, like, hey, you know, look at this old sailor here. Do you have this? Do you have this ship or do you have that or? And I said, oh, yeah, I got, that's a Percy Waters. I got that right here, or, you know, or whatever, you know. And um, and after tattoo, we, we'd say, you know, what are you doing in the Navy? And they're like, ah, oh, you know, whatever they tell me. They wouldn't say anything, you know. But we knew something was kind of weird because their hair was a little longer. Some, you know, they would have beards. And they all looked like they could snap us in half. You know, they're <laughs> fucking huge. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> and, um, and then once we got to tattooing them more frequently, we realized that they were seals. And, um. And then when uh, these wars, you know, popped off, they had to uh, they had to boogie, you know. So they left, and we would get emails like canceling their appointments, but we wouldn't. It'd be like a gun. So I was like, um, but we've got a massive. You probably heard of Dover Air Force Base. Yes. Um, that's uh, you know about an hour from us, um, but they didn't really know. You know, collecting like the core in the Navy is, you know. Um, so we don't really do a lot of uh, a lot of military. Uh, what are What are your thoughts on the the state of tattooing now? I mean, you kind of go down a street and you'll find two or three shops on a street. And I mean, I remember as a kid, there was like the one shop in town that you went to, and luckily we had, uh, you know, we had Jerry's shop. But how do you feel about like everyone's kind of moving in? I mean, I know there's enough food on the table for everybody to eat, but I think it just seems like everybody and their dog is tattooing now. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's it's two sided. I mean, as as, as a as, as a businessman, you know, I would love to be the only game in town. You know, I mean, it just you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say so. Um, but that's just not reality, you know. And um, I'm one of these, uh, you know, uh, I'm one of these guys. I, I believe in freedom. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, as long as somebody does it the right way, um, I, I don't, uh, you know, it's, who am I to tell somebody, you know, you're, you can't do that. I was here first, oh, that's awesome. you know, um, now if it's, if it is, a, if it's a, if, if it's done in a crappy way, if it's vengeance or it's, um, you know, just to ride off the coattails, which there's a lot of that around, I see, you know, people open a shop other places and it keeps you know, failing, so then they open up the next block from where you are to get your leftovers, you know, and, and uh, that kind of stuff kind of bugs me, but again, you know, like, um, you know, I'm sure somebody, you know, I, I, and well, that's, that's why we opened where we opened, is because there was nothing around, 
there had never been a tattoo parlor in our county. There had never been one in the town. It was a, approximately an hour from everybody. And now, you know, there's like, like probably a half dozen within 15 minutes of us, you know. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, well, 15 minutes to a half hour, yeah. you know, but it's, but it is what it is. You know, it's like, there's never going to be another crooked Ken. So I don't see any of it as competition. You know, if, if they, you know, if, if it's, if the people want their tattoos, then that's where they're going to go. If they want mine, they're going to come to my shop. You know, that's all there is to it. I, I find there's a bit of a, a brotherhood within it too. Like, I've been seeing Brian since I came back from Afghanistan on my on my deployment leave, and he's been telling me over the years, you know, go see this guy. He's a friend of mine. He's great. Go see these. I've driven to Hamilton from Fredericton twice, which is a 14-hour drive for a tattoo. That was my sole goal, to see the guys at Trophy. And, I mean, yeah, I love those guys. It was such an experience. And, I mean, my wife and I are going to come down to, to Denton this year to, to visit yourself. And awesome. stop in and see... Uh, the guys at uh, King Cobra Tattoo as well. We really love their work. And I mean, yep. if you want good tattoos, I a lot of people say, you know, support your local tattooer. Well, if he's not doing it right and he's not putting up the, the quality of work that you want, I mean, you kind of have to shop around. I mean, I drive four hours frequently to see Brian McKenzie. He would, I mean, there's... Yeah. That, that's, that's, um, I, I, I push that too with a lot of my collectors, you know, they'll, they'll come get tattooed and, and they'll say, Oh, you know, like, um, I think my, you know, wife and I are going to go here or go there. And I'll say, Oh, well, hell man, I got my buddy here or there and you should check them out. And, and, uh, and, and, it, and it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it comes back, it comes back to you because like I've had people visit from Atlanta and they come into the shop and they're like, Hey, Jason Kelly sent me or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's, uh, I'm always, whenever I look at every time somebody walks through that door, I see it as a gift because mm -hmm. there's a lot of other doors they could have walked through. And I really like to have someone, I'm still, no matter how many times it happens, I'm floored that people will, you know, I've had people come from Italy. Um, I've had people come from, um, you, you know, uh, Ireland, I've had, it, it's, it's just crazy, you know, the, the uh, Columbia, South America, wow. you know, fly in to get tattooed. I'm just like, I'm, I'm floored, but it does. I mean, obviously the internet's probably helped that a lot. Um, but, uh, but it, it's, it's, and you know, the first thing I do is like, Hey, if you're going to do a trip, you know, where are you going to go next year? You know, check these guys out, check this one out, that one out, yeah. you know, and, and, um, you know, spread the wealth. <laughs> uh, one thing I noticed that you, you guys do at your shop, you guys do some, some different charities as well. You guys yeah. uh, raise money for things. I think one of them was uh, Save the Babies. I thought, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool that you kind of take time and like give back in your community. and. Yeah, that's, uh, that's real uh, closer, you know, my heart. Um, we, uh, my wife and I lost two little girls and um, years ago, and uh, she got really involved with the March of Dimes okay. after the, the death of her second daughter, and um, and I was just kind of like my wife ended up on the board of directors. Um, uh, so 
uh, of the, what they called like the uh, share network or something like that, where they reached out to women to help them get through yeah. the loss. Yeah. And uh, and I was just kind of like, well, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like a schmuck. Like, what can I do? You know, all I knew how to do is tattoo. You know, and um, and then I just had the idea, and I started talking to some of my friends, and and um, and, and so we uh, we've been doing it like twelve or thirteen years now. And uh, we've raised, uh, we're approaching a quarter million dollars. Wow, that's, that's so amazing. It, so cool that you can kind of give back and help people. And yeah, definitely. There's there's uh, more to life than just uh, being selfish. <laughs> no, I agree. I just I think it's great. I'm trying to get involved in things as well to, to help people. And I'm doing basically doing this podcast for no financial gain. It actually costs, it's going to cost me money because I'm going to travel around and stuff. And I'm just doing it just because... I travel around the world and met different people and, and it's just a lot of fun and some of the, the great stories and some of the folks I've had the chance to meet. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I just thought it was an opportunity for other people to, who'd maybe not have the, the opportunity to travel. Like I was in Japan last year and uh, the guys that uh, own Holy Glory Tattoo, Yushian, he, uh, he knows Jerry. He tattooed with Jerry in the 90s. Like Really? Yeah, I've seen some of his flash on his wall and, in Tokyo and it's a... I messaged Jerry. I said, "Hey, do you know these guys?" And then he had another one that was to my friend Yushi, and so I thought it was kind of cool that uh, the this trade kind of spans the the entire world. It's not it's not just people aren't just keeping it for themselves. They're they're venturing out, especially with conventions, and you meet all sorts of friends. And I mean, even myself, I've made friends through through getting tattooed. So. I'm really, yeah. I'm really yeah. blessed to uh, that you took took a few minutes to speak with me, and uh, I've always, like I said, I've always loved your work and uh, and kind of how you're you're doing it. So, oh, awesome! Thank you. So. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry is one of the first that uh, guys that really, like, in the, to my knowledge, I'm sure. I mean, I know Ed Hardy and things like that, but like personally, that I know, mm-hmm. you know, when I went to visit Jerry, and he let me go through all the letters because he would correspond with Agori, and. Um, and uh, some of the other Japanese tattooers and just being able to read the letters and see the drawings and paintings that they would swap back and forth and, and how Gory would tell him, no, 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 that, that's not how you do it. You know, you do it like this, you know, like <laughs> I think it's a pretty raw, you know, when you get raw criticism like that, it's worth a million dollars. Exactly. I, I was speaking with Brian the other day when I was down in the Glasgow and he was telling me like he, he's got the real traditional, uh, apprenticeship like Jerry over his shoulder smacking him in the back of the head and, <laughs> and, right, right. and really giving him the gears and he said he learned just as much from the different guys that came through the shop like yourself and uh, and all sorts of guys that Jerry would have that would just want to come up and hang out and, and he said he learned so much from you guys so he's, he said it wasn't just people trying to keep secrets for themselves and not you, you were willing to uh, help people advance in the in the craft and teach him every little every little thing that you could so he would get better at it that's i think that's why he always says hey man if you're going down in the states go see go see ken and go see the guys at king cobra you know go to trophy like you know i could easily i could easily just drive four hours and go get tattooed by him or drive down the road from where i'm at and there's some good shops here it's just i kind of like the uh i kind of like how there's a bit of a, a brotherhood behind it i was scrolling through some pictures today and there's one of uh you and Jerry's uh, young fella Terry, and he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he's towering over you. And he's a big boy. I'm, oh my God, is he? <laughs> I, I went to school, Terry, and he's he's got his his arm on your head, and 
there's just, just some good times at that shop. It was just a cool place, and it, it got me hooked on tattooing. Yeah, oh, man. We, when I was up there that time, uh, Jerry was in the Philippines when I was up there that time. And uh, it, uh, Terry and Charlie and myself, we had a blast. Um, poor Terry. I, they, they, the, the bastards up there in your, uh, 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 what do you call that, uh, customs? Yeah. You guys didn't want me in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got in there and they supposedly found cocaine on a brand new grooming kit. That uh, I had gotten at Walmart, never even been. It was still stapled shut. But they popped it open and swore to God there was cocaine on it and wanted to run their fingers up my ass. And they held me for like it was like it was almost two hours. Wow. And and they went through my luggage and and were, was pressing me on why I was there. And it I, I, hindsight, it didn't look too good because they were like, "Who are you here to see?" And I'm like, I can't tell him I'm working. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm like, I'm here to see my friend Jerry. Well, where is he? And I was like, I don't know. His son's picking me up. And they're like, what's his son's name? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, well, how are you going to, how do you know who he is? I said, his father told me he was just, his, he told me he's a big fucking Indian and I'll know him when I see him. <laughs> and that's what Jerry told And they were looking at me like I was crazy. <laughs> How did how did the two how did the two of you become friends? Like did you just meet up somewhere or Um Rich T that owns Big Knee Tattoo Supply now. Okay. Um Rich knew him and Jerry was going to the Philippines um and he wanted needed somebody to keep his shop open. He didn't he doesn't you know, no one wants to lock their doors and be gone for, you know, weeks. Exactly. And um and he was looking for somebody that, you know, he could trust and come up and hang out run you know things and tattoo and keep the shop open so um i i think if it does i mean testing my memory here but i i think rich was thinking about going but ended up not being able to or whatever and he called me and asked if i wanted to go and told me it would be a great opportunity and um and i jumped on it you know because it's um you know i didn't didn't want to miss out on an opportunity to tattoo up there when jerry got back um, we had like an overlap. Like once he got back, I stayed like an extra couple days. Okay. Um, and literally we just, uh, basically set, I think we went to the shop once, but for almost two days, we sat at the kitchen table <laughs> and just talked and went through things, which I thought was just amazing. Yeah. You know, like just him just grabbing boxes of stuff and showing me things and just sharing anything and everything you know and, and when people visit me i try to do that too i've got such a massive collection of you know books and memorabilia and original paintings yeah. you know um that and it, it's it's weird because I, I notice um a lot of people now don't seem to be interested in it you know like it, it's um i don't push it on them but i'll be like hey you know i got all this stuff at the house if you want to come go through it and you know they're like oh that's okay <laughs> You know, like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> See, I'd, I'd love that. I mean, Brian, Brian's got a lot of Jerry stuff in his uh, basement and totes. And, and he said, next time I come down, we'll go through them and just give me a history lesson. I mean, I do a lot of reading myself because about the industry, I really love it. Everything about it, I always have. So I'm always open to, to hearing stories and just looking at photos and not just via Google, but 
to see it in the flesh and and hear the stories directly from from Jerry himself or from Brian being handed down to from Jerry to himself or or gentlemen like your like yourself it's just just a wealth of knowledge for something that a lot of people actually hold near and dear i've always i've always loved tattooing <laughs> yeah it's a it's definitely it, it it seems to be to me it's it, it it's definitely been a lifestyle it's not been it's it's never been a job um which i'm thankful for it's just kind of one of those things that's just like i'm lucky to have a a wife that stood beside me because it's like it's uh has definitely ruled my life for you know a long time <laughs> so i'll ask you a question uh so i when i'd go into jerry's shop and we would chat and he would tell me like hey these these kids are coming in wanting these all these custom pieces and it's like i don't fucking do that i have a book full of really great designs that have held the test of time how how have you adapted to that or you or have you kind of been like the the same way like hey i have these beautiful designs on my wall i have books of flash you know or do you do you, do you do a lot of drawing or I, I i be honest with you that's something i struggle with every day and and i'll i'll tell you why um i, I i've been because i've been tattooing such a well not not a long time compared to some but you know over 25 years mm mm-hmm. I, I kind of, um, I'm at a point now where when I turned 50, I told my, I always had a goal to retire at 50 mm-hmm. and I don't mean quit tattooing, but I just wanted to be able to put myself in a financial situation where I could cut back and do what I want when I want. Um, and, but when people come in, it's almost as if like 90% of the stuff that they want me to draw I'm drawing because they're asking me to copy something they've got stolen off the internet, mm-hmm. like a tattoo somebody already has. And I try to explain to them, you know, you don't really want to, it's, it's not cool to steal somebody else's tattoo. Let me draw you something. And because they already have that image in their head, it seems like no matter what I draw, they still like the other one. Uh-huh. And I, 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 it's one of the, it's, it's almost as if, if I, don't just do what they want, you know, how am I going to eat? You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's crazy. Like I try to steer everyone in the direction of, um, and that's why we have Pat there, you know what I mean? He does, he handles most of the walk-ins and stuff like that. But when there's overflow, you know, I'll, I'll do it. If I don't have appointments or anything, I'll go ahead and do them. Um, but it's almost as like I, I'm fighting the customer and it never used to be that way. You know, people would come in and um, they'd pick something off the wall and, you know, um, they'd get it. And even when just the, when they would look in the mirror, they would look in the mirror and, and they would be excited. They're like, oh, my God, that, that's awesome. I love it. You know, they're flexing. They're showing their friends and they're all yeah. excited. And I can put a tattoo on now that I feel could be one of the best tattoos I've ever done. And they look in the mirror and they're like, OK, cool. I'm like, what do you like it? Yeah, it's, it's cool. You know, there's no excitement. There's no, and and a, a term that I'll let you probably heard a lot of people say, you know, people, you know, get the tattoos they deserve or they, you know, or whatever. But I, I'm just yeah. puzzled. I'm puzzled why, um, why there isn't any excitement anymore. Are they getting tattooed to be 
ESPN style, or are they are they getting? T- I got tattooed just because I I loved them. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be like everybody else. Yeah. So I'm asking myself all these questions. I don't know if I'll figure it the fuck out before I die or not. I don't know, <laughs> but but that's just where I am. I'm like I I struggle with it. I don't. Uh, it's not that I, I don't feel that I'm above any design at all. Um, but. I guess mainly what I'm talking about is designs that I know are not going to last the test of time. That's what I don't want to do. Um, I, I try to show them examples. Like, look, here's a 15 year old tattoo. Like the one you're wanting to get, look what it looks like now. And they don't even care. Yeah. So I'm just, I, I just kind of, I, I don't, I'm really confused about it. You know, I don't know why or, or whatever, but the only thing I can do is try to educate them and, and, and that's it, you know? I would always have a lot of guys come to me just because I am so heavily tattooed and ask me like, "Hey, where do you go? What do you get? What do you... And I say, you know, go to this place and take a look through their book and pick something out. Don't bring something from the internet because those, you know, friends of mine whose grandfathers or when I was a barber, guys would come into the shop and they had tattoo one of the gentlemen came in with a, a Charlie Snow tattoo. And it still awesome. and it still looked really cool. And it, and the only reason I knew it was a Charlie Snow one because I sent it to Jerry. And five minutes later, yep, Charlie's. And then <laughs> he's pretty he's, he's pretty good at picking. I sent him old tattoo pictures all the time, and he and he uh, he's pretty quick to uh, know right away who it is. But I say those tattoos still look cool. And that's you know forty year old tattoo with pigments that maybe aren't as good as they're making now. So just think how good that tattoo is going to look 40 years from now with better, you know, technology, like, you know, better pigments. and. and Absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of people want 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. And, <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and and I, I've been guilty of that, too, of getting a tattoo or, or two of like that. And then I came to a point where I would just walk in and look in the wall and go, man, that just, it looks great on that guy. It's going to look good on me. so. Yeah, I've, I've got a couple young customers um, right now that they, they, they get it. They get it. They, they, um, they live in a town about 45 minutes from me, and they were getting tattooed elsewhere. And, and they kept running into people, and they'd say, hey, where'd you get that tattoo? And they'd be like, oh, a guy in Crooked Ken. But they didn't know where I was. They're they're kind of like two old souls. You know what I mean? They're on, um, they're uh, not like they're on the internet, but they don't. You know, not those kind of people. You know what I mean? They're not Facebook fanatics or yeah. anything like that. Totally not your. And, and then out of nowhere, they realize, holy shit, this guy's only forty five minutes away from us. And um, it's two brothers, and they've really been getting uh, tattooed quite a bit, and getting really cool stuff. I just pull out books of antique flash and. And, uh, and I just pull a new book every time and they'll go through it and pick a tattoo, you know? And, 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 and it's funny because like I get, people will see the tattoos they get and they're like, oh my God, you know, that's awesome. Where did you get it? They'll tell them, they'll give them one of my cards. They show up at my place and then they want me to do like one of those dot tattoos, like it's all done with dots. Yeah. And I'm like, you just said that that's this this is what drew you to me was the style of stuff that's in my portfolio, but you want me to do this. And they'll just say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know. I'm like 
okay, sit down. <laughs> I'll never figure it out, man. I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> What would be your suggestions for someone who's coming in to see you for the first time? Someone who's passing through Denton and wants to get a tattoo. Like Any suggestions for someone who wants... So like a first timer, I mean, if if um if they come in as a clean slate, you know what I mean. Like if they come in and they're just looking for a tattoo, I I would definitely say just if you ha- it, just check out the walls. I've got like I said, I've just got so much stuff. Um, and if you and just talk, don't be afraid to say what you're asking for. Here's my advice. My advice is if you want something, don't be afraid to ask for a tiger or a, a panther, or a rose, or don't be afraid to ask for what you want. But that's where I think it should stop. Um, because the tattooer, if the tattooer feels like they're just nothing but a trick monkey, and they have no control, and you're going to control every aspect of the tattoo, then what's left in it for them other than the money? You just took the passion out, the artistic creation out of it, mm-hmm. the excitement out of it, you just took all that because you're telling them what to do. So now only thing left in it is the, the money. Everything you've just sucked the rest of it. So that's my, you know, let them do the rest because let them pick the tiger that they want to do. Let them pick the dagger or, or, you know, at least bring out a half dozen of them and say, which one of these do you like? You know, I mean, that's, that's what I, you know, and that's just kind of where I am. It's, um, you know, they'll, they'll pick something, and then they, they still just can't leave that alone. So just, um, you know, they want these crazy colors or, or whatever that you know is just going to look like mud in a couple of years, you yeah. know. You know like, but, uh, but yeah, don't, you know, just come in, you know, talk about what you want, look around, see what's cool. And, um, and then just uh, let the artist have at it because yeah. that's kind of how you, that's how I've got the best tattoos I've gotten. You know, my, my buddy Rodrigo Milo just came through town and, and we had a conversation about, you know, the Asian or the Japanese goldfish yep. and um, what the story is behind them. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll get one of them. Yeah, I saw he was coming through your shop there. and He's, he's, he's a great artist. Yeah, mind-blowing. Super, super, super human being, too. So basically just have trust and especially, you know, this is your job. Like, this is what you know. Like, you know what it's going to look like. You know how it's going to age, the colors and... I mean, I went to Japan last year, and we had my wife and I got tattooed by Horiyoshi Three, and awesome. he didn't even tell us what he's doing. I just pointed to the spot in my leg I wanted. I lay down on the floor, and I I got up an hour later with the tattoo, and it was mind blowing. It was an, an oni mask, and he did a peony on my wife, like a very painterly looking peony, and it was. We didn't ask for anything other than give me a tattoo and what would look good with what I have. He touched my leg and all the other tattoos. He kind of just got a feel for what was being done. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we trusted him. It's his job. That's what he does for a living. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, and you know, too, I think that, um, I think a lot of the times, um, and and this could be generational. Like I'm talking, I say all this stuff, but it's with an open mind, you know, because I, I, I mean, I'm only guessing what I think is going on, but I, I think we are in a spot now where um, people, I don't, I don't know if you want to say entitled, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be mean-spirited, but I think no. people are trying to, um, they do want to be in control of everything, you know, And but like I said, it, this isn't Walmart, it's not, 
you know, the, the, the people, you know, no different than a mechanic. If you go to a mechanic and, and you know, you hear they're great with imported vehicles and you roll up there and you tell them, you know, no, 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 I, you know, here's the tools I want you to use. These are the parts that you're going to use, you know, and, you know, you're going to dress this way when you come into work today, you work home, you know, they're just going to be like that. Take that shit somewhere else, pal. You know, like, <laughs> so I, I kind of keep that in mind. I do the same thing, you know, like, um, you know, uh, I, do you know James Matthews? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he, he, you know, him and I he came down, one, he comes down every now and then, we hit, we've done a couple of road trips together, and, uh, you know, we've gotten tattooed together, we went up to Philly and, and, uh, and just went to see my buddy Topper, and we're like, we both want to get tattoos, you know, what do you feel like doing, you know, because I, it seems like I, I'm happier when I do that, you know, like, it, there's a lot of excitement in it, and, and uh, Tattooing is, is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be about, you know, uh, you know, heartache and death, and you know, it's supposed to be, you know, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like exciting. I just picture the the biker guy with the beard, and I mean, now that I'm a little older, I'm starting to look like that. But that's <laughs> more of the outlaw kind of the. You were kind of the weirdo if you had tattoos, and I kind of almost missed that, but now. It's still cool that everybody's everybody's getting tattooed now. It's good for, like you said, for yourself as a business owner. It's fantastic. But uh, and some people are getting tattooed for the right reasons. I I think I just where I care about it so much and I really love the art form and it's to me it's like a trade, like a plumber or a electrician. It's if you're good at it, people will call you and want your work. Yeah. And, 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 and. I think I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I um, I see people um, that the uh, they're getting tattooed, but it's almost as if they um, they feel like they have to have a reason. They'll tell you oh, or ask you, "What do your tattoos mean?" or "Why would you? Why did you get that?" What? It, it, no one says because it was fucking cool. <laughs> You know, nobody says it's always somebody died or, you know, somebody was born or somebody was, you know, even like early on, like when I was tattooing near the air, the Dover Air Force Base, the guy might come in and his wife might have just had a baby boy and he wasn't there to see the kid born. But he would say, oh, man, I just found out, you know, I, I just became a dad, you know, he's excited. And, you know, I got a little baby boy and he'll, make, he'll show us a picture of him, you know, or whatever. And he'd say, his name's Carl, you know, what can I get? And we're like, oh man, get a little boxing baby, you know, a little mm -hmm. like, boxing gloves on and we'll put Carl under it. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like, they're, they're, that's the, like, as much thought that would go in. That's about as much thought that was put into it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, uh, you know, he has to have this color hair and these color shoes and you know like it's just like yeah that's cool do it and you probably gave him a great tattoo and it probably still looks good yeah I, I it's I um I have a couple customers that I've been tattooing well over 20 years and um I just recently posted a bodysuit that I had com you know completed um on uh, Instagram and uh it's just all the guy's just covered in traditional I mean it's not it wasn't he didn't start out thinking he was going to get a bodysuit, but he, you know, he ended up getting a hundred percent covered. And, um, and it's, it's crazy because like the, 
22 and 23 year old tattoos I put on him still look great. You know, there's no, no need for touch-ups, no need for, you know, he's a, you know, probably be different if he was a roofer and his shirt was off all the time, you know, it would be different, but, but he works indoors, you know, so I mean, the tattoos look amazing. Do you find yourself staying close to home or do you, do you get out on the road and, and travel quite a bit? Yeah, I used to travel a lot more. I'm actually starting to venture back out. Um, I, uh, I had to take off probably like four, close to four or five years to take care of my, my parents because they were, um, my dad had cancer and, um, and I had to run him around to the doctors and stuff like that. And then, um, he passed away and then, uh, my mom got really sick. So I had to take care of her, my brother and I, we just did it the best we could as a, as a family, you know? And, um, and then, uh, she passed away. So then I'm starting to venture out, but I have my own health issues that I have to deal with. Um, so I, uh, I, I kind of stay, I can't fly anymore, um, uh, for health reasons. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's like, as long as, uh, I can get my medical equipment delivered to where I need it to be. Yeah. Um, when I get there, you know, I'm, I'm good. So we will, I, uh, you know, my wife and I sometimes will jump in the car. I just, tattooed my way down to Nashville and back last year and and uh done that a couple times um really enjoy that uh uh, just uh just getting in the just setting up you know like six or seven different shops yeah and just tattooing my way down and then tattooing my way back and you know kind of like a free fun vacation also your Uh, wife goes with you too does she well she yeah she didn't used to work um she stayed home and homeschooled my son Okay. Um, so we could just come and go and do whatever we wanted. But uh, now my son's, you know, he's uh, a grown man now. <laughs> she, she's back to work. So those days have kind of ended. Wow. <laughs> now I got to travel by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, and I do a few small conventions. Um, the ones that haven't gotten exploited, you know. Well, I got, I got to say, the, there's been a few different folks that I talked to about since I've decided to... Uh, to do this little venture and I told them I was going to be speaking with you and anybody I've ever spoke to, even over the years, uh, had nothing but really nice things to say about you. And even just our, uh, conversations about, uh, me coming and getting tattooed by you or even just, uh, speaking to you today were, uh, were fantastic. So I really appreciate, uh, you taking time. I know you're on your, on your day off and, uh, you had some stuff to do. So, I, re- I truly appreciate uh, you blessing me with a few moments of your time. So, I'm not gonna, anytime. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep you too long here. I just want to say it was a, it was a real pleasure. And uh, like I said, I've admired your work for for many years, and I look forward to uh, my wife and I. We travel a lot to get tattooed, and and we're definitely coming down. I got space for you and uh, the guys at King Cobra to to tattoo me. We're gonna make a little road trip. So. Fantastic, man. Well, the pleasure was all mine. And uh, whenever you come down, we're close to the beach. And there's a lot of a lot of neat stuff down here. So you'll you'll definitely have a good time. We'll, we'll make sure you're yeah. taken well t- take, taken care of. And, and I may have to take you up on your uh, your 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 knowledge there. You said you like to look through uh, the old uh, books and and things of that nature. I may uh, have to take a oh, gander yeah. and uh, pick your brain a little bit because I'd really be interested in uh, to hear some of that stuff. So. Absolutely, but, absolutely. But uh, once again, it was really a pleasure, man, and I, uh, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day and, and enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, 
much love from uh, from us up in Canada here. Well, thank you very much for uh, letting me be part of this. And, uh, and if you ever need anything, holler at me. Awesome. Thanks a lot, brother, and I appreciate it. All right. Stay well, my friend. You take care. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye.